Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Away for more playoff baseball. Got, didn't get your fill yesterday, Woods. I did not. Not got even the, close. Uh, same lineup today. <laughs> when uh, the game, when the last game ended, I went, "Damn it!" I need more. Got the Texas Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays. That is a twelve o'clock start. Uh, the Rangers with a chance to close out the series uh, with Nathan Ivaldi on the mound against Zach Eflin. Uh, then at one thirty. You got the Toronto Blue Jays and the Minnesota Twins. Jose Barrios against Sonny Gray. Twins trying to not only finally end their losing streak at 18 straight playoff games. That was the longest losing streak, not just in baseball playoff history, in I think it was North American professional sports history. So football, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever. Longest one of all time ended yesterday. And now the Twins could uh, advance to the divisional round with a win. Four o'clock. You've got the Arizona Diamondbacks looking to sweep the Milwaukee Rangers. That'll be Who are Zach the Milwaukee Gallen. Rangers. I'm sorry, the Milwaukee Brewers. The <laughs> yes. Zach Gallen Freddie Peralta matchup. Okay. And Good one. Then, Hold on. Remix. And then finally the Miami Marlins and the Philadelphia Phillies, Braxton Garrett against Aaron Nola. Good ass matchups. Yeah, I man. mean, you just had Zach Wheeler shut you down yesterday. <laughs> now you got to go with Nola in the next game. <laughs> Garrett got lit up, I think, in his last regular season start too. Yeah, it doesn't look good for our it beloved doesn't look Marlins. great. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, it's a win. It's a win. They're a different. They're a different team. I think. Uh, I cannot read the Toronto and Minnesota series. Sonny Gray's really, really good. Playing at home, they're feeling it right now. Royce is healthy. I think Texas and Arizona close it out today. I think Texas and Arizona close it out as well. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for Miami, but I think I think the Phillies may. I can, it. It, it, if you're watching, Skip, I'm so sorry. You looked very handsome on TV last night. I say. <laughs> very Did handsome. those uh, in between inning interview with Skip? They're talking about how he came in and changed the culture there. Uh, him and, and Kim Ang uh, as well. I mean, there's two. Really good teams sitting there waiting for whoever advances yeah, in, in the Dodgers and the Braves. Yeah. But this Phillies team, just like last year, looks like. Brock, I you mean, told me they're going to the World Series. I'm like, yeah, I can see bro, that. 1,000%. 100%. There's just no doubt. And then the guys they brought in out of the pen last night, Alvarado, Soto, Kimbrell, is the only one you feel like you have a shot at, you know, <laughs> really, which is weird because he still has nasty stuff. I, I don't know what the hell it is, but I, I don't even think it's. 
it's like the Rangers. When when Boach has to go to Chapman, he's probably like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> I was know? surprised, speaking of Kimbrell, that the intentional balk is still a thing, even oh, yeah. with Pitchcom now. Well, they said they were talking to David Cohn about it last night, and it's it's not just stealing signs. Like, ooh, he's Because that's what I thought it was when they did it the first time a couple of years it's, ago. And it's you a had little a pitcher. both. We're going, what's going on? Why is he balking on purpose? But, well... Hey, that run doesn't mean anything, and he doesn't want him standing out on second base looking in at the catcher. Well, now there's pitch come. I thought, why are we doing that? But Kimbrell did went to his whole, you know, chicken wing and then just dropped the ball on the mound behind him to balk the runner over from second to third. And I go, are we still doing that? David Cohn said it's also a comfort thing, like almost like like out of you don't you just don't want anybody over your shoulder. Basically, if the run doesn't count, it doesn't really matter. So. Put him on third. I can lock in. zone. He's not going to give location. You know, you can give location. He's setting up outside. You know, whatever they... Yeah, it's going to be a slog for the catcher to have to line up way outside and then jump, jump over on in. the inside pitch. And... But so he also... Apparently, Kimbrell likes the regular signs. And and so when the they moved around in the third, he was giving the old... The, oh, the, back the, to the, the normal back to the normal, okay. That makes sense. The normal signs. It's a comfort thing, I think, at the end of the day, but... Um, yeah, I mean, look, the Marlins fought. They had they had chances. They had a couple of knocks and um, caught caught Noel, or uh, caught Wheeler sleeping one time and got on. Um, and then you know Soler, I really expected like it wouldn't have surprised me. Yuli, Yuli Gurriel too, is, who's been really good in the postseason his entire career, had a chance to tie up the game with a single. And I think it was Alvarado that came in and threw him like a ninety-seven mile an hour cutter. Uh, d- or, or slider down and in. There's no chance. That no bull, chance. That bullpen is nasty. They're nasty, the dude. Phillies bullpen. So we remember you know, from the playoffs last year. It's mostly the same guys. If you're the Braves, if you're the Dodgers, and you have grand visions of of moving on, I think they're going to be a huge pain in your ass. Yeah. Well, the Phillies would get the Braves. Yeah. Phillies would get the, the winner Braves. of that series gets the Braves. So, and if the Diamondbacks win, it's the Dodgers. So we could have two divisional matchups in the division series. Uh, starting this weekend. It's going to be awesome. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to some headlines with Polly and the Randall Report. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Randall Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Randall Report with Paul Randall. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a all right. All right. Take it away, Singapore. Got a uh, couple of stories. All three stories are going to help somebody here. Uh, ben, you teased some news everyone can use. Correct. We'll get to that in a moment. I've got a story that Ben has been wanting to discuss now for a few days. And I've got a story that Woods wanted to discuss. All right. Thank so you. So let's start with Woodsy's story. Help me out here. What's happening between... Pat McAfee slash ESPN slash college game day and Washington State University. I, They've been getting into it over the last couple of weeks. So I asked wh- you to do this story because I want to be told. No, I want you to <laughs> I explain don't know. it to me because I don't said. know either. So, I need a resident uh, Washington State 
Well, I know that uh, a couple remember, of weeks their, ago, their head coach blasted ESPN yeah. and yes. for their hand in ruining the pack. Lee Corso for Lee mis- Corso's he, watching. He misheard what Lee Corso said, though. When Lee Corso said it's the nobody wants us bowl, as in no conference, the Big Ten doesn't want us, the Big Twelve doesn't want us, and Washington State's head coach heard it as the nobody watches us bowl. And he said, hey, plenty of people watch Washington State football. We get good ratings. People are interested in our team. That's not what Lee Corsher was saying, but it, he went on a big postgame rant that was after the their week. win over Oregon State. That was the weekend in college football where, like, five coaches just attacked 90-year-old yeah, talking yeah. heads. So but I don't know about that's the Pat McAfee started. stuff. Then I think McAfee was well, given def- some digs on his show he defended, the next week. He defended his college game day co-hosts because they were going after right. Herb Street. They were going after Corso, and he defended the guys that he works so this with. past weekend on college game day, if you don't know, Washington State, what's their flag's name? Uh, old Crimson. Old Crimson. I think. I'm going to get... That's what they call me when we I have, sit out in the sun We have long. one flying in front of our house right now. It has, Shelby put it up for this football season. It has made... The one flag, though, from Washington State has made an appearance in the background on college game day every single week for, like, the last 300 weeks. Yeah. It is always there. And, yeah, Old Crimson made his 292nd uh, appearance this past Saturday. And when they mentioned that, McAfee said, Shut up, Washington State. I'm about sick of you. Oh, wow. This was the week after Washington State's coach went after Lee Corso. And then I guess you said, Woods, McAfee went on his show simulcasted on ESPN. Told him to F off. Told Washington State to F off (laughs) or a Washington State fan called in or something. It's just getting ridiculous. And uh, college game day is looking a little bit more like WWE right now. It is looking, yeah, it's very strange. So they wrote uh, wrote an article about it in The Athletic, and Stuart Mandel wrote it. It says, Pat McAfee didn't need to attack Washington State fans. It's not surprising he fired back, but it crossed the line. These folks' favorite school is about to get left for scraps because of a TV negotiation gone bad, and you're telling them to f off. So, yeah, I you know, you know, like Pat's like, in a lucky position. He pretty much he can, can do say whatever and do wants. whatever he wants. It's it, with zero repercussions. I've uh, you know, I, I know I, the Washington State perspective is like, what did we do? Well, <laughs> yeah, what did we do? Here's what they did. Because now that I've kind of been indoctrinated into the Washington State family by marriage. Their fan base, very similar to a lot of San Diego sports fans. We feel... Slighted. Yeah. Uh, dis- disrespected. Like, you know, we, hey, we have a team just like everybody else. Why does why does everyone always overlook us and not care at all? And, yeah, I mean, part of it's, you know, where they're located and, the you know, not, not the greatest history of success. But they've been playing a lot of good football lately, and they certainly deserve as much respect as any other top 25 team in the country right now. And they're, they're simply asking for it. Hey, you know... We're not ranked anywhere different than some of the other teams that you just fawn all over, and yet us, you know, we feel like we don't get that same sort of respect. So you get a little sensitive about it. Yep. They're a sensitive fan base, just like we can be a sensitive fan base sometimes. Agreed, hundred percent. No, we live in like the eighth biggest city in the country. It's Washington also beautiful. State lives in Pullman, right? I mean, this is a perfect place to live. 
Oh, well. Uh, next up, wanted to talk about uh, alternate broadcast over the weekend in the NFL. Ben wanted to talk about the Toy Story game that was aired on Disney+. Plus. I did not uh, watch this live. This was the London game early, early, early on Sunday morning. Well, I, I had assumed it was going to be like that Nickelodeon broadcast where they did the, slime, the, the fake the slime. But it was the actual game with a bunch of weird you know, graphics superimposed. That was not what they did. It was no, different. I really liked what I saw. I thought it was innovative and new and informative for children, which is they're trying to expand, you know, expand kids' knowledge of the game. I think that's a good thing for the sport. They had, I guess, like little chips or something in each player's padding. They already have that. If you watch like uh, the NFL, the high level stats. You'll see, like, every play instantly has the X's and O's and where they all move around. So good. So they use that technology to, like, real-time have players, like, animated Toy Story players on the field running the plays as they were. I saw, like, a split-screen reel, and it was, like, the actual play up above and the Toy Story feed down below and... You know, Trevor Lawrence rolled out to the left, and like they were able to track. It was it was simultaneous. That's was what pretty, I thought was just cool. I didn't realize cool. it was going to be so technologically amazing to pull this off. Yeah, I mean, the broadcasters had like their whole weird virtual setup as well. Uh, the game took place in Andy's room. If you're familiar with Toy Story, it, it looked pretty cool. And what I liked was for kids, uh, they explained like, exa- for example, a punt. They, they were explaining how the game works. Probably watch that as I'm going to be coaching. Have you flag seen football. Toy Story Woods? Uh, bits and pieces. Yeah, it's been on in our uh, house because it was very. They did it clever as well. Like Slinky Dog was the first down marker. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, if they had to measure the slinky the claw dog, would... dropped the ball down. Yeah. Are they doing the it field? again? Because I'd probably watch I that. Would, with I would the kid. hope. I would think they'd do it again. That was pretty. I don't successful. know if they've announced if they're doing it. Again. It was the most. Uh, let's see, the largest audience for any live event on Disney Plus in history. Then yeah, they're going to do it again. A way to get you to watch the Jags. Like here's as well. here's how they explained like what exactly is happening on a punt for a three year old that may have no idea what's going on. As they flip the field. Now let's tell you what a punt is. Why would a team give the football away on purpose? Well. It's for field position purposes. Hang time is what you call it for how long the ball stays in the air. The longer it's in the air, the tougher it's going to be on that punt returner because it gives the punt coverage team more time to... So it's very watered down for kids, cart- cartoonized. Cartoonized? Cartoonized. I think you just made up a word. Cartoonized. 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 Put my stamp on that one. But you know what? I think it's a good idea. Animated. I I think if you can get... It was animated. (laughs) Cartoonized. (laughs) Animated. If you can get kids involved, I think it's great. Toy Story is an iconic children's movie, so I think it's a great fit, and I'd like to see the NFL do a little more of that. Indeed. We surprised you. You thought we'd all be haters on that. I could probably get some some tips. All right. And finally, PSA... From Singapore here. Yeah, we are about two hours away from everyone freaking out with what has happened to their phone. Uh, So today at 11.20 a.m. here on the West Coast, there is going to be an alert that goes out on your phone. And I saw little bits of this. I read up on it this morning. Uh, It was announced earlier and the government is doing a nationwide test of their emergency alert system and wireless emergency alerts and not just you know you see it occasionally on tv 
You get the emergency alert. This is only a test. If this were an we actual emergency, but this the one on the phone scary to death. We we They're get loud. the one They're loud. We get it once a month here on our radio show. You'll hear it. EAS test. It yeah. freaks us out. Yeah. We're not allowed to time. play it. Like to tell you what it sounds like though. It's like illegal, illegal yes. for us yes. to play it outside of an actual emergency. Can you mimic it with your sound? No, I don't think so. Uh, You're going to be coming in and arrest you. I freak right out away. every it's time. Like the Michael Buffer thing. Yeah, I have an iPhone. Every time it goes off for like an Amber Alert in the region. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Freaks you out. Like, what the hell is so going on? So it's coming today at 11. 11.20 And it is just a test, but not just radio, not just television. It's going to be radio, TV, and every phone in America is going to go off at 11.20. So it should go well. You don't have to do anything. It's if this ever happens for real, then the aliens are invading or, you know, the asteroid is about to hit. That's This is if they ever need to alert everybody on Earth at once. This is how they're going to do it. A little, a little creepy when you think about it. They just want to make sure that the system works because if, I got to go delete some browser history in my phone <laughs> just in case. Um, yeah, if there was an actual emergency, you can't really test it at that point. You okay, gotta, you got to just know, hope that it works. So they're gonna they're gonna test it out. But yeah, if I didn't know that and my phone started going off at, oh. in two hours, I'd be like, what the. What is happening? All right. That's news you can use yeah. with Polly. Sing a Polly. Sing a Polly. Thank you, Paul. All Welcome. right. Our phone lines are still open. 833-288-0973. If you want to join us, talking about the Padres, Bob Melvin, A.J. Preller. Uh, we'll get to that after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. trying to tempt woods didn't realize he was going so hardcore healthy you do look you do look better though don't like to talk about it all right we won't talk about it but i was trying to tempt you about my flair they're opening up your favorite (laughs) ice cream brand store it's my it's like one b for me oh yeah you like the what's the texas one grew up in texas so blue bell ice cream if you've never had it it's Stat it will bring you to your knees, right, Paulie? Paulie, we oh yeah, it's staggeringly good, and um, they make that in a little creamery in Brenham, Texas, and it is they only have it in Texas and Arizona, and uh, so when we go to fantasy camp or we go, no, to I've never training, tried it, so I can try it in Arizona. We'll That's do it good next know. time, like every like a Vons in yeah. Phoenix. Will yeah, have it. they'll have it. It's so ungodly. the one that I know and I like is from Santa Barbara. It's called McConnell's. It You've is. probably seen it in the. Grocery store comes in yeah, a little about 14. white. Fourteen ninety nine a pint. Comes in a little white pint, <laughs> a little half, whatever the small pint. The one pint. Pint. Yeah. yeah, that's the little tiny, basically oh. Ben and Jerry size. So the guy says he has Bluebell in Virginia. Did not know that. Um, and they are opening their first uh, brick and mortar here in San Diego today. Right down the street, dude. At the oh. Forum Shops in Carlsbad, yeah, which is about mm, five minutes from both Woods and where uh, I live in Encinitas. It sucks. And they're actually going to be giving away free single scoops today between 4 and 8 p.m. Swag bags for the first 50 customers. I'm looking at the picture. They have their coffee ice cream, which is my absolute favorite. They have I love a coffee toasted almond coconut. It tastes, like a, it tastes like a, an almond joy. It's unbelievable. Hmm. Their, their ice cream, they have a peppermint stick that is so good. Yeah. Everything they do. And they're, they're the only one I've really found close to Bluebell, and it's a different flavor. It's a different, but I grew up with Tillamook. Tillamook's good. It's a little rich. It's a little rich. Tillamook um, strawberry and Tillamook peach. You know the weird oh. thing for about Tillamook is they make cheese, and I really like their cheese. But anytime I eat their ice cream, I'm like, I'll, I taste cheese. It's weird because <laughs> I'm so used to eating the Tillamook cheese when I, I eat their I love ice their cream. Cheddar cheese. It's, it's phenomenal. Really good. Yeah. Phenomenal. I take the shredded Tillamook and put it in my mouth like a chaw. It's so good. <laughs> McConnell's best-selling flavors include Turkish coffee, Eureka lemon, Marion berry, chocolate-covered strawberries, seasonal limited releases like uh, their popular pumpkin caramel with candied pecans. The place is unbelievable. Well. I cannot believe they're going to be down. The, the line will be long. I would imagine it's for free ice cream today. Though. <sighs> I'm going to pass. On Warn you. Good I'm for you. Pass though. On it, yeah. Good for you. Uh, let's give it out uh, back out to the phone lines. Let's go to a uh, Chris. Colin ain't here and wanted to talk Padres. Chris, good morning. Welcome to 97.3 The Fan. Hey, guys. Hey, how are you? How you doing? Good. Good. How you doing? Uh, Big fan of your guys. Uh, Thank you so much for covering the Padres all year. Thank you. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Our pain. (laughs) All of it. Yeah. Well, hey, season ticket holder, and, you know, I've been hearing a lot of phone calls about people calling in about A.J. Preller, but um, really wanted to give my take on Bob Melvin. Um, you know, I think he's a great manager, you know, in certain situations. But, you know, over the last two seasons, and I was saying it last year as well, um, you know, there's just a lot of mistakes that he makes. And I just don't feel like, you know, the decisions 
that come down to, you know, one-run games that he's making the right decisions. For for instance, I'll just go back to the Giants series. I think it was a Giants series when, you know, we had we had a pinch hit for, for Batten and we put him pro far uh, to pinch hit when Batten got to hit the, the a bat before that. I mean, I just feel like, um, you know, every decision that he makes uh, over the last two seasons, they've just been questionable decisions and they usually don't work out in our favor. Um, I feel like, you know, ultimately it's the player's responsibility. They have to perform. And I would say it's about 50% their fault, 40% Bob Melvin's fault and about 10% AJ Preller's fault. And, um, I but just wanted the, to voice that opinion. I, no, I think it's, it's, it's Omel would be one. great on a team that doesn't have a lot of stars, but you know, I don't think that he's got the, you know, the the train going in in the right direction this season. And you know, maybe it's you know his player friendly mentality and not being able to get the stars, um, you know, on on a team routine. And um, I, I'm just not sure. But. No, it's fair. It's absolutely fair. And and as we've said many many times on the show. You know, he's not immune to criticism. He has made some mistakes. But, I mean, I think the, the thing that jumped off the page at me when he said that is like, hey, you had to be, you pinch hit Jerkson Profar for Matt Batten. Look, I mean, decent bench pieces, both of them, but what are that's we Bob really? That's Bob Melvin's decision, but it's not his problem. That's not his problem, right? Like, and again, I think, I think Bob, met Bob Melvin, which is not uncommon uh, for managers to mo- maybe – that was probably a matchup situation, righty righty. Jerkson's a switch hitter, right? You put Jerkson in there. I will say, I do watch the clips. I don't know if you guys have seen him on Instagram yet, but Will Clark, who's really annoying, but there's something kind of endearing. He's a huge jerk. I get it. There's something kind of endearing about him. Same with Eric Burns. There's something kind of endearing about him. They both point out, point this out. They said, "Man, the problem the." One of the many problems with baseball today, managers are afraid to ride the hot hand. They just don't do it anymore. Guy I, gets four knocks. I heard a caller on Coach's show yesterday incensed that uh, I think it was the day that Campy had four hits. And then he was out of the lineup. He was out the next day for Sanchez going, Bob doesn't know what he's doing. How can you take the guy out? I don't think that's on Bob, though. When he's got four hits. And I will say that there's certainly something about riding a hot hand. And Bob rides hot hands. Absolutely. I've seen him do that. But we also saw him say many times all season, got to get my guys more rest. Yes. I can't overwork them. I, we and see what happens no when I overwork them. The last month of the season, when the Padres played the best, they had more days off for their stars, you know, necessitated because of Manny's elbow. And, you know, they had Soto get more DH days. You know, down the stretch, everyone's tired. When it, was it didn't kind of, matter. It, it, it was kind of forced on them. And lo and behold, they play their best baseball of the season. When you had more of those kind of B guys coming through, it actually did work out very well. So it's hard to criticize Bob for not riding the hot hand and trying to get guys rest when that was really what he was trying to do all season. But I, And I think it was a good call by Chris, but I have to acknowledge, we as fans don't know what we don't know. My biggest criticism of Bob Melvin for the last two years was not being aggressive enough with his bullpen, specifically Josh Hader. Correct. Why are you not bringing in Josh Hader here in the eighth inning on this key? There's a lefty up, games on the line, playoffs last year against the Phillies. Why isn't Josh Hader getting into the game more? You should be aggressively using your best reliever, six outs, get him out there. Why aren't you doing it? Well, we find out, you know, two years later, wasn't really Bob Melvin at all. You know, Josh Hader had his his list of, 
can and cannot be used, and, and that was just the way it was going to be, and you can't force him in when doesn't really want to go in, so that's how they managed it. And that wasn't Bob's decision. You know, that wasn't that, – that, you can't blame Bob Melvin for that in hindsight. You know, that the, was, the other thing, too, is, is you're talking about and, – and Matt in the chat says Juan Soto played 162, killed it. Campy could play two in a row after missing most of the season. Sure, Campy's been injured a lot, and he's gotten banged up a lot. That's the thing, as you said, we don't know what we don't know. Campy could rip four hits, and Bob could have gone to him and said, how do you feel? Do you want to swing it today, you DH? It, my hammy's tight. I caught yesterday. Whatever it may be, there's, there's, those are the things that we will never know, and it only leads us to speculate on them. And you, when you do pitch the other idea, people get mad at you, like you're your ardent pre, uh, Melvin defender. No, you don't know everything that's going on behind closed doors. But trust me, I will tell you this with 100% certainty, 100%. If you sat a manager down and said, these are your 13 guys, your starting nine will play 162, okay? And everyone's going to stay healthy. You'd have the happiest manager alive in, in the, on the planet because they don't like having to make those decisions that could end up costing them a game. They don't do it willy-nilly. They don't do it because, like, I mean, maybe some do, but I, Bob Melvin isn't going to go, yeah, I don't really like the cut of his jib. I'm going to take him out of the lineup, right? I think – some managers do that to younger players. They mess with them a little bit. I do, and I do think they have to earn their way and all that. But with the veterans and stuff we have, Bob Melvin does it. I don't think he makes moves just to make moves. There's a reason behind the madness. By the way, guys do get hot. They're locked in. They're swinging well. There's no reason that a guy goes 4-for-4 four four one day. doesn't mean he's going 0-for-4 with three strikeouts the next as well. If the matchup is worse. So then what do you do? If the matchup isn't as good for that player... Maybe he went four for four because you put him in a great, in a great position, position to succeed. Yeah. You rested him enough. You played him against a pitcher you knew he'd have success against. And then the next day, all right, this guy is tough on him. He's got a you know bad history against him. He he took a foul ball off the knee and he's kind of limping a little bit. Keeps him out of the lineup. Bro. Fans go crazy going, how could you not have the guy who was well, four for four in there yesterday? Well, if we used him that way, he wouldn't be going four for four and every the, single day. There's a certain, you know, there's matchups. There's there's all kinds of stuff in in baseball that that makes the manager's job almost impossible. I mean, unless you unless you run the table in October and win the World Series, you know, everyone's going to call you a joke and and go back and question and you know, save from their couch. Oh, it was very clear what you needed to do. Not having all the information. That's all we do as baseball fans is we make uneducated uh, comments because we don't know exactly what's going on and we you say that people are like you're a homer and you're like all right well i mean it's it's if you really logically think about it if what manager would say hey this guy's hot i'm gonna sit him just because there's there's usually a reason behind um the situation and but they open themselves up to that criticism when they do things like that and i think that's absolutely fair criticism all right we're gonna take one final time out uh baseball fans for behind the scenes coverage of the 2023 mlb postseason check out baseball isn't boring host Rob Bradford's podcast, bringing you the biggest news from around the league every day. You can follow Baseball Isn't Boring on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Got more callers on the line. I feel like Bob Melvin is now the topic for the rest of the show. So uh, we'll take your calls, 833-288-0973, when we come back on 97.3 The Fan.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. That's a little spicy. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. In the few moments that we've been gone, learning a little bit more. A lot has happened. (laughs) Well, or nothing's happened yet. But uh, the Padres did just inform everybody that they will finally be hosting that end-of-season press conference it's going to happen today at 1145 and will feature the GM and president of baseball operations, A.J. Preller. I can't tell you really anything more other than we will carry it for you live and commercial free here on 97.3 The Fans. So tune in at 1145 when presumably A.J. will uh, let all be known about uh, you know what has been happening at Petco Park the last couple of days and whether Bob Melvin is continuing on as manager of the San Diego Padres, I would strongly assume that based on the fact that he is the only person promoted in this news conference, that he is remaining as GM and president of baseball operations. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make him do a Zoom to say goodbye. <laughs> well, it's been real, guys. Announcing my own dismissal. I f- uh, questions? Anyone? I find it strange that Bob Melvin's not going to... Be on this Zoom. I, I was know if, thinking about. I don't again, know if they're sending a separate one for him later or tomorrow or something. I was thinking about the the again brought it up for the hundredth time. The Mariners one yesterday. They had Scott Service. They had Jerry Depoto and then some other dude. I can only assume was like one of the owners or something. I went through the archives. The Padres last year had AJ Preller and Bob Melvin for Ooh. a press conference in person. So uh, this I is not a press conference. This is a Zoom well, a, meeting. It's I mean, a they're Zoom calling press it a press conference. conference. A Zoom press you conference. Can ask, you can ask questions if you're an accredited member of the media. Am I which accredited? Is you, yeah. Oh, God. You actually could. I think it's weird that Eric Gruppner's not on this as the mouthpiece for the organization in Peter's absence. I, I would maybe expect to hear from him. But it's just A.J. Preller. He's the only one listed. Here's, Are you jumping on? Yeah, I, I will jump on and, Me too. and listen in. I'll be on that. See what happens. We'll obviously carry it for you live here on 97 through the fan. Coach will then react to it. Maybe I'll just win and Chris will react to it. Oh, I don't I just I took camera off. I just listen. Here's so the, I'll be eating. Here's my hunch. When it comes to Bob Melvin, <laughs> be if, if we weren't already convinced he was he was coming back. One now that they've announced the news conference, if if they were going to let Bob go or he was moving on. They would have, they would have told Bob by now. They wouldn't surprise him with a news conference without telling him. Correct, I so would imagine. Yeah. Bob knows what his future is at this point. If he knows that he's gone, he's under no obligation to not say anything. So it would probably behoove him to tell people, like I don't know, other organizations, 
that I'm available to be interviewed. His friends, you know, yeah. It could, it could have happened. Which means it wouldn't take more than a probably a few minutes to get that news out. So my presumption, just kind of my, my the way my logical kind of brain works, is that Bob is staying. Because we would know if he was leaving by this point. Someone would know and someone would say something if Bob was leaving. He- All will be revealed. In two hours from right now. No more speculation, right? It's hard to promise that on an A.J. Preller news conference. He rarely reveals all. There will be some information gleaned. How about that? In a couple of hours. Okay. And there will still be other things that are wide open to interpretation and speculation. Can't wait. At this point tomorrow. And we will be carrying it here live on 97.3 The Fan. Thank you for reiterating. It's an important thing to get that message out. There. Yeah, just live keep... and commercial free right here yeah, right. on 973. The, the home of the Padres. Home of the Thank Padres. you for reiterating again, Polly. Our phone lines open 833-288-0973. We'll get back out to the phone blinking away. We should sign off now and just get a breather before this press conference. You ready to just take it to the house? Yeah. Um, I well, need to prepare. Let's take it to traffic okay. and see how you feel when we come back from Kelly Danik. All right, let's uh, keep it going out on the phone lines. Are you still here? I have some friends texting me uh, for the Zoom link. I cannot give you the Zoom you link. Cannot. <laughs> that would be uh, <clears throat> that would be bad. That would be inappropriate. Let's uh, let's go to Mark. <laughs> you are next up on ninety seven three. The fan. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Good, buddy. How you doing? Good. You guys sound amazing in my new company vehicle. Thank you. I heard it there. Thank you get you. The, all the technology yeah. and everything. Yeah, hey, I'm calling you to tell you a, a, a story, a quick little story about uh, my first experience as a Padre fan and when I became a Padre fan, and I still to this day I'm a Padre fan. Uh, back in 1991, I sailed into San Diego on the USS Midway and decommissioned it in 1992. That year, I went to my first Padre game and had a 16-inning game against the Reds that we ended up losing 6-7. to seven. But the most special part about that game was Tony Gwynn cracked a foul ball over third baseline right into my glove. That's special. That is very special. So I got that put away. I mean, I'm getting a little emotional about it, but it just, I love the Padres. I think uh, the Padres have done a great job putting a team together. Let AJ do his thing. Let Bob do his thing. The players do their thing. Just represent the MLB the best that they can. And speaking of the best that they can, do you think that Trevor Bauer got a raw deal? I'm no I'm no Dodger fan, but I, I just think he totally got hosed. You know, man, the uh, it's been such an interesting story. I watched the video from him, and when when it all happened. Um, it was obviously really disturbing. And you could only really report on what you saw and what you read. I will say, you know, based on based on the, the allegations that, that he's got out in, in um, this video and the evidence that I guess that they have now received, it, it certainly does look like this accuser painted him in a very different light than maybe uh, we saw. Um, the Dodgers, here's the thing that I read yesterday when I was reading up about it a little bit. The Dodgers and Major League Baseball both did the their kind of independent investigation. Whatever they found was enough to give him the longest suspension ever. So, I, I, honestly, man, like, 
I, I tend to lean on the in the side of believe victims and, and believe all women because so few of these cases ever get prosecuted, ever, and they never go to court. Um, it's hard to watch that video and not think that there was some sort of raw deal for Trevor Bauer, right, when you watch the video, and he, he has video and text messages and things like that. Honestly, man, I wish I knew what to think, um, but I do think if if I did also read, he wasn't exactly exonerated by the judge, um, so it's just it's such a tough and and awful situation, especially if he did. If it was completely, if he was completely in the clear, a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that's obviously the definition of a raw deal. But my, my immediate reaction was not so more, not so much. Oh, you know, Trevor Bauer's telling the truth. It was more thinking about the damage that the whole situation is doing for victims and for victims in the future. Yeah, the 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 and you hate to say the real victims, but I think that that's, you know, I think that that's probably I I just I I, I don't trust Trevor Bauer like 100% like is he sharing the whole story or just the bits and pieces that Cuz those are damning pieces. The, yeah. The best because if if it truly was what Trevor Bauer argues that he is the victim of this case, why is he not made that case to baseball? Overwhelmingly and convincingly to be reinstated immediately because that hasn't happened. And if he has all the evidence that he says on his side and he's been exonerated fully, I would imagine the first thing I'd do is go to Major League Baseball, demand a retraction, an apology, and a reinstatement 100%. He can play. He is, I think, now allowed to play, but no one has signed him. Right? And so the the whatever... um, it would have it would take a team to go and and re and sign him and and if they're willing to bring in that that scene you know it's weird because you see somebody made the point in the chat about Deshaun Watson just no problem just playing and well, he was a minor suspension right what four, was this yeah, four games no he got a whole season did he get a whole, yeah, season? He got a whole season so he he's playing you see uh, domestic violence guys play all the time like. It, it's just, it's the worst part of sports. It really is. It's the worst part of sports. Yeah, why? I, I think we'll never truly know, you know, what totally happened. But So I'm not qualified to really comment on the story one way or another. I wasn't there. Major. I don't have all the information Major League Baseball has. Ozuna's playing, you know. Ozuna's playing. Why, playing. I don't know it's why wild. Major League Baseball would want to treat Trevor Bauer harsher than anyone else. Did they have a vendetta against him for some something that I don't know about? Let us know. I mean, if there was something that, you know, hey, we've been out to get Trevor Bauer and we finally had a chance to get him. But for the most part, sports leagues want, you know, star players to be playing if they can. And if there's a chance that they can show that, you know, their guys didn't do anything wrong, they will do that. They're not they're not in the business to, you know, get their own guys in trouble and suspended. I guarantee you any commissioner any manager, any GM would love to have no reason to suspend anyone and just say, hey, no, we didn't do anything wrong. We're good to go. They only suspend people at the last possible, like, there's nothing else we can do, and we have to suspend him, right? Am I totally off base here? No, I think you're I think you're dead on, you know, but again, and Paulie makes a good point, It it you never want to take away from the veracity of someone's claim that they were uh, sexually abused or assaulted ever. You never want to think about if it was your mom, your sister, your wife, your daughter, whatever, uh, your girlfriend, whatever it may be. 
You see it all the time. And so few of those cases ever actually get resolved in a court of law. Um, yeah, I mean, look, you know, I said it when it happened. I said we have to take our Padres glasses off and, and think about the victim and the potential victim. And if if what we're seeing, these pictures and what we saw at the beginning were true, yeah, he's got to be done. He's got to be done. I, I mean, I think in general most people are fairly reasonable. And I hear people going, well, they had to suspend him because – it PR, you know, if they didn't, it would just be too. It would be bad for the league. But there's so many if, guys that are 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 playing well, yeah, and have I, played. And, and if they had convincing evidence that Trevor Bauer didn't anything wrong, you stand in front of everybody, you show, hey, this is what we have. We can't suspend him. We we we, you know, he showed us that this is not what this is not what it looks like, and we we believed him. We interviewed all the witnesses, and we'll stand by him here. That then. Reasonable people come to the same conclusion. We don't have all the facts in this case. Major League Baseball had way more facts than we do. Yeah, so, the, so did the LA they Dodgers. Came, they all came to the conclusion that a massive suspension was warranted in this case. Yep. That's all I know. Hmm. You want to get one more in here? We yeah. got Greg in Del Mar. Greg, welcome to 97.3 The Fan. Hey, thanks, guys. A couple of things. Number one, the Padres can't touch Trevor Bauer because that was a San Diego girl. Yeah. From a PR perspective, it's just ugly, you know. Although, he would be a great fit in that rotation, I think. And plus, he's it's kind of weird, which is, uh, you know, kind of the anti-Dodger thing. Um, but number two, I want to talk about Bob Melvin and, uh, and A.J. Preller. Obviously, I mean, my understanding is A.J. Preller is kind of a control freak, right? Um, yeah, that's what we which hear. Is why he brought on two lackey managers, right, to do his bidding, and both were failed experiments. So that's why Bob was brought on, right? He was the antithesis to all of that. So the fact that there's conflict is surprising in no way at all. So I think when Peter Seidler says, "Look, uh, you know, we want to move forward with both," I think what he's saying is, "EJ, this guy is the." foil to what you want to do, which hasn't led to a lot of success. Shut up and listen to him. Yeah, stay out of his He's way. A good manager. Yeah, stay out of his way. Let him manage. You You general manage and try, 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 try to work together, you know, for the, the good. Because, you know, if you promised, you could hate, you could absolutely hate one another. But if a World Series championship was promised, you'd figure it out. <laughs> you know, like if you would absolutely say, hey, there's, a, there's a, a World Series championship waiting for you guys at the end. If you can just get through this next year, uh, yeah, they're going to figure out a way to do that. Generally, the best leaders will have someone who holds them in check a bit, who has a differing opinion, who challenges them. And doesn't necessarily doesn't just surround himself with people who agree with them all the time. Bob Melvin could absolutely be that for AJ Preller. Make him a better general manager by, you know, challenging him. You you should have someone like that, at least one person in an organization. Sure, but I think it, it, it's for every person you have to want it. You have to want to be challenged. Right. You have to be you have to be accepting of it. It's not easy to do. I married one. Challenges me daily, and and but makes me want to be better. Makes me want to try to change. And and AJ has brought in people like that sometimes. The you know Dave Cameron in the organization, but they didn't necessarily feel like they were then listened to. Like they they were brought in. Bob Melvin was brought in, but are they actually that's, being that's, listened that's to? A good, good way to break it down. And is and is AJ you know really giving that thought? Like okay, I hear what you're saying, but I'm still going with what I want to do. 
Or is, you know, a, some of the time you have to acknowledge you're not going to be right all the time. And you've got to listen to your people sometimes and go, all right, this is not what I want to do. I do it a lot with you. Eh, it's not what I would do, but Woods, you I trust him. And I think he <laughs> wants to do this and let's go with it. So, you know, it's working so far. I'm going to keep rolling with that. That's true. Very, very true. Oh, man, I'm, I'm nervous about this press conference. Sure. <laughs> we'll find out at 1145. Tune in then. We'll have live uh, commercial-free coverage here on 97.3 The Fan of A.J. Preller wrapping up the uh, the season and any announcements. Uh, you'll get them uh, here during the Coach John Quintero show and then stick around. He'll he'll break it down and I'm sure take more phone calls. That's it for us. I'll guess I'm Ben Woods. Appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Should have plenty to talk about tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. for Paul Reindel. Singapore and Stephen Woods. I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. From all of us here at San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thank you.